Welcome on into the Kiwi Football Fix. I'm Goran Paladin, and all eyes should start to just, I don't know, take a good hard look at the middle of June. If you're a New Zealand football fan, you'll know why. We've got that intercontinental playoff up against Costa Rica, and it's only a month and a half away. Remember, if we are successful in that match, we go to our only our third World Cup in history. We're up against the Costa Ricans, though, and they've made a habit in the 21st century of heading to the FIFA World Cup. Only once have they missed out since the turn of the century. So it's with great pleasure and joy that I'm able to bring into the Kiwi Football Fix now one of the Costa Rican central defenders, Kendall Waston. Great to have you on the show, mate. How are you? Hello, I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. Having a nice day here in the in summer. Brilliant. <laughs> mate, you and the New Zealanders, our all-whites, are 90 minutes away from the World Cup yeah. in Qatar. New Zealand stands in your way. What do you know about our all-whites? Well, we know that, um, especially last, ga last game that they play against um, Isla, in Spanish we call it Isla Salomon. So we know that they have great players. Um, I have a good guy over there, Stefan. I played with him two long years in, in Vancouver, so it was great to have him. And we have to be careful with, with especially the number nine, the striker. Uh, we know about his potential and, and guys in the midfield as well. But they have a great, great team. Before we start talking about your one-on-one -on -one or your specific duel coming up against Chris Wood, our expert marksman, let's talk about Stefan Marinovic because he's, he's an interesting sort of person. He's a, he's a crazy goalkeeper. What were your experiences like with Stefan at Vancouver Whitecaps? You know what is something so strange about him is that I don't know. He, after trainings, he went to make a, a course of pilot. He went to fly planes. So he did it. And I don't, I say, Stefan, I don't trust you, my friend. I'm not going to be in that plane with you. <laughs> I was going to say, man, you you wouldn't trust him, would you? Like he, he's just flying solo. <laughs> he's so crazy. He's crazy. I, I just can't imagine him doing crazy stuff in the air. He's he's not the he's not the quintessential New Zealander. Okay, so just just keep that in mind. A, a lot of us are a lot right. different to Stefan Marinovic. <laughs> He's special. He's special. Oh, he's special, all right. Let's talk about Chris Wood, Kendall, because you'll be going one-on-one -on -one with our, our wonderful marksman. He's the, the leading goal scorer for the All-Whites across history, uh, plays for Newcastle United in the Premier League. What are you looking forward to about that challenge? Well, it's going to be really interesting. He obviously plays in a top league, and he has great movement, obviously, the, um, his teammates always look to make a lot of crosses to look for him and, and goals. That's why they have been successful. And, and well, we got to be careful about him. But this is where you come to the fore, Kendall, because you're not exactly um, a midget or a tiny person because you are quite an impressive specimen standing at six foot five, 90 kilograms. So when you talk about the threat of Chris Wood aerially, getting those headers, you must back yourself against him in that area. Well, yes, I got to do my job, you know. <laughs> I'm going to make it interesting and, and not easy for him and, and the other um, strikers. 
But yes, it's gonna be a, a hard game because you know it's just one game and anything can happen. Do you think it might also be a case of contain Chris Wood and you've contained the All Whites? Is it is it that simple? It's not simple, but if we know their key players, we um, the the most that we can have them away to 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 their best potential. Obviously, for us, it's going to be not easy, but it's going to be a, a, a better game, you know, looking in ourselves. Now, the All-Whites are quite strong through the middle of the park. Obviously, yeah. they're, um, they've got Chris Wood up at the top, and down the back, you've got Winston Reid, who played many seasons with West Ham in the English Premier League. And you, uh, yourself, Kendall, as a, a central defender, what do you see in Winston Reid that are wonderful qualities for a central defender? Yeah, he's obviously really great in the air and good with the ball, you know, um, getting out from behind and, and looking the ball between lines and those things. Always trying to to penetrate and take away the, the opponent pressure. So he's a really smart guy and, and well, New Zealand have a great centre defender. Between now and June 14, what... What kind of approach does Costa Rica take? Is it one where you look inwardly and make sure that you can do your jobs come June 14? Or do you spend a little bit or a lot of time on what the All-Whites, what New Zealand can achieve on June 14? Well, at this moment, um, the majority of us are focusing in our tournament, our season over here in Costa Rica. But as... Uh, meanwhile, we are watching videos and, and making our duties, right? To 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 know um, what New Zealand do good and what we can take advantage as well. So every little details can help us to to achieve that goal. So what are you thinking? Are they going to dominate possession, New Zealand, or will you have? the lion's share of possession? Will it be a case of New Zealand are trying to catch Costa Rica or the other way around? You like to make some tricky questions, huh? <laughs> That's my job, Kendall. That's my job, man. <laughs> it's gonna, I can answer this. It's going to be an interesting game. Interesting game indeed. Look, we've obviously got <laughs> a, a number of players who we think will threaten you. What about Costa Rica? Mm -hmm. Other than yourself... Who are the, the players to look out for in the middle of June in the Intercontinental Playoff? Well, I know like New Zealand guys already, they kind of know, know about us. And like Joel Campbell, he has been great with us. Brian Rees and Anthony Contreras. Few guys that are having a great season right now. So hopefully for us. They can be in their best time, in the best date, so we can have um, a great moment in that match. How frustrating is it, Kendall, that you even have to play this game? Because when you look at CONCACAF qualifying, you finished in red-hot form. You were unbeaten in the last seven. You finished on the same number of points as USA, and they get direct qualification to Qatar later this year. So how frustrating was it that yeah. the form came too late in that CONCACAF qualifying? Yes, a lot. Because when we look back, we saw like those games that we draw at home, especially, that we lose those points. 
So, like, we regret about those games, you know, that at this moment, if we would have won it, obviously we would have qualified direct with no problems. But it is what it is. We cannot, like, complain about it. We have one more chance and, and hopefully we can get it. And how much confidence do you take, even though you, there was the disappointment that you didn't get direct qualification, how much confidence can you take from those results against the likes of Canada and USA? You've, you've beaten the best teams in CONCACAF. Yes, it's, it's great for us, for each individual, and obviously for, for all the team, because it wasn't no easy games, but now we just have like our mind focused on Qatar. So, yes, we're going to play against New Zealand. There's a great team, but our main focus is Qatar and that kind of bring us like the more joy and, and the expectation about that game. Now, there, there is a, a little bit of sadness down here in New Zealand that we don't get the home and away two-leg playoff system this time around. It's a one-off game yeah. in Qatar. You know, I think back to 2009, 2013, 2017, and we had these uh, amazing occasions in Wellington, New Zealand. Um, a lot of people would travel from all around to make sure that they witness history. And we did see that in 2009 when we beat Bahrain. So I, I suppose it's a long-winded way of saying, how do you feel about playing just this one-off game, 90 minutes, winner takes all, in a neutral venue as well, Kendall. Yeah, it's kind of strange. It kind of take away like a, a, a little bit of the passion in the sense that, okay, you're not playing either away, your home in their own at home, neither our place, you know? So each one can take advantage of, of their home, but like, you know, football change and, and in 90 minutes, like now we just have 90 minutes and anything can happen. So you got to be the um, the most focused possible to, to win this game. Hypothetically speaking, if we were to play a two-legged playoff game, what could the All-Whites and New Zealand fans expect from a Costa Rican home crowd? How would they receive us and would it just be noise, noise, noise from go to woe? Well, it would be, <laughs> it would have been interesting because they make a lot of noise <laughs> from the beginning until the end, but as well, they are really respectful, you know? So I think like New Zealand players will enjoy being in Costa Rica. Well, last time we played Peru and um, they had planes flying over the top of the hotel keeping us up at night and I think there were lasers in the crowd shining it in the, in the eyes of the players. So uh, could you give me some guarantee that that wouldn't have happened had we played in Costa Rica? Yes, that wouldn't happen, like having some planes flying over the, the, the hotel, but for sure there could be like a carnival down the stairs, you know, to try to wake up all the players at night. <laughs> oh yeah okay so sort of yeah more of the same but kind of different as well now look Kendall yes. you, you provide a lot of experience to this Costa Rican squad um, you're a massive part as to why they qualified in 2018 Russia so how valuable do you think your experience is for this squad heading into the intercontinental playoff and hopefully for your sake the World Cup yes well um, these games are keys and obviously 
the players that have more experience in in this match we had a step up we have a lot of young players and they are willing to to have a great experience and have a a, a historic moment for them you know so we spoke speak to them a lot and try to tell them that every moment is special and they gotta just give a hundred percent on each game and do you have to do a little bit of work guarding against complacency thinking that well we're costa rica we're ranked 31st in the world um and we're coming up against new zealand and they're not even ranked inside the top 100 so do you need to keep reminding the players you're shaking your head uh, clearly you you don't have to guard against complacency we always say that we have to respect each team you know every team because it's football game and now nowadays anything can happen like the best team can lose against the worst team in 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 the papers so new zealand have top top players you know so we respect them a lot and we just go we are going with that mindset that okay this is our unique chance to go to qatar and we, we have to give it all Kendall, you've had some truly special moments when it comes to qualifying and going to the FIFA World Cup. First of all, I want to talk about your, your goal that you scored against Honduras. Wind the clock back, uh, what was it, back to 2017. Uh, you've got a game in right. hand, but you get the job done. It's 1-1. And, and who rises like a salmon to nod the ball home for 1-1 but this guy? Take us back there. What was that experience like? Wow, that experience was wonderful i think it's my best moment in 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 football because yes how you said it took us it took us to to russia and because i did have a interesting um part before that going to to brazil i didn't make the the final list so this was like my personal revenge and well scoring the goal that take us to russia was the best thing ever. <laughs> I, was, I was watching some of the vision, Kendall, and obviously you and your teammates are in absolute raptures and diving all over each other, and then it shows some vision of the, the Honduras bench, and you've oh. got guys absolutely destroying the dugout and just going absolutely mental. Like, put us in that moment. What was it like, the euphoria that you were experiencing and the devastation that Honduras were? Yes, as soon as I see that ball getting the, the goal, Oh, I didn't know how to celebrate. I was thinking, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, no, my friend, I didn't know how to celebrate. <laughs> I just went running around like a crazy guy. I see everybody jumping. My teammates come close to me. So it was a, a really nice experience, especially the moment that it happened. It was just like two minutes before the final whistle and seeing the other players like, devastated totally because they was qualifying direct to the World Cup but just during that game it was totally different. <laughs> yeah totally different man and obviously it didn't end there for you because when you got to Russia um, yes you you sat down on the bench for a couple of games but you were given an opportunity against Switzerland. Um, tell mm. us about how sweet it was to get on the pitch and then drill yet another header. It's like it's your specialty, getting forward and using that head of yours to um, secure a World Cup goal. That's the sort of thing that kids dream about, mate. Oh, yes. I did dream it so, so much. 
just being in the World Cup is a dream come true and more scoring, you know, for your national team and, and making uh, an historic thing for your, your country. In that game, I was like, oh, I wanted to play the two games before, but I didn't get the chance. So that game was just go and play, enjoy, and enjoy the moment that you are you will, you know. So it was wonderful to, to score that goal again, New Zealand. Having those experiences, the, 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 the joy of the Honduras match, the, the elation of scoring a goal at a World Cup against Switzerland, how, how does that motivate you to produce the same results in 2022? Well, I know that hard work pay off sooner or later. You know, like everybody wants to score three goals each game. It's not going to be possible, but as soon as you work hard, hard, like your, your, like your goal is going to be closer and closer. And that is my mindset. First, defend as good as possible. Try to have my, my goalkeeper in a, like sleeping, I say, you know, I don't want him make too much job. When the goalkeeper have a lot of job, it's because I'm not making my, my work good. So that is what I want as as number one. And after when I go to to the corner kicks or free kicks, try to head my head the goal with my big head. <laughs> <laughs> well, just between you and I, Kendall, I want your goalkeeper to be very, very, very busy on June 14. <laughs> nothing personal. Nothing no, personal. It's not a deal. It's not a deal. <laughs> Hey, um, I read something recently uh, where you said that you basically you dream of the World Cup every day. How much how much time does it occupy in that brain of yours? The the dream, the desire to go back to the World Cup, your your second ever. Oh, is is a lot. Is is also something that you don't want to be stressful, but it's always on your mind because it's a unique moment. Um, it's not. Many players that can have this blessing, you know, because millions of players want to be there, but just few of them can be there. So I don't want this chance take um, take away from me. Now, we've spoken about your time in the MLS. You spent a number of seasons at the Vancouver Whitecaps, but you actually began your professional career at uh, Deportivo Saprissa in Costa Rica. That was way back in 2006. You're back there now. What what led you back to your first ever professional club? Well, you know, with this pandemic, everything changed. Um, my family was here. There was some family situations that was going on, and we was thinking, well, do we go back and be close to them or not? Also, like um, football wise, also, it was I was thinking to be closer so I can always be join, joining my national team and there was those things that especially put me in the mindset okay it's time to go back to Costa Rica and play with my my first team that I, I start to play in, you know professionally and also to give back to the young players like er, everything like that I learned in in the US and, and those things. Well, some players don't take that approach. They, they, they can be quite selfish, can't they? And they just they take what the game gives them and then they move on. So why is it important to you to give back to some of the younger players coming through in Costa Rica? 
Yeah, like for me, the way I, I see things is I feel more happy when I give than when I receive. So like giving back those things that being like um, any advice or whatever is going to be something helpful for other people, you know. So those players that don't have much experience playing in another country, they can see the football in a, under, an, at another side, another way, and they can try to be like as successful that they can. Uh, it's really cool. When you, when you think about when you first started with Saprissa uh, back in 2006 and where they are now and where the, the league in Costa Rica is now, how much has it changed? How much has it improved? It has improved a lot. Like, long time ago, it was, like, a disaster. <laughs> now the fields are much better. Like, every things, things are improving. And, and you can see, like, Saprissa is the, like, the number one team that export players in another to, to, to sell players, you know. So um, I feel a lot of passion about this team. And, and, and yeah, like, I'm just happy to be back. How much longer have you got? How long do you want to play with Saprissa? Well, you know, this is our sport. And obviously, if I have another opportunity in the U.S. or in New Zealand, <laughs> why not? You never know. Why not? Look, we've had, <laughs> yes. we've had Costa Rican players before for the Wellington Phoenix. I mean, what, what can you tell me about? Do, oh, do yeah. you know Kenny Cunningham? Do you know Carlos Kenny, Hernandez? Yes. Yes, he's a great friend of mine. Like, wow. He, we are from the same town. We grew up almost together. And, yeah, and with Carlos Hernandez, we play again. So I know those two players. And it was a great experience for them, what I hear about. Well, look, mate, if you, if you play your cards right, I, I know the Wellington Phoenix general manager. And, you know, we're struggling for central defenders. We could get you down to New Zealand. Maybe next A-League season. What do you say? Okay, I take you to dinner, my friend. <laughs> It'll be a long dinner, mate. It'll go all weekend. I promise you that much. <laughs> hey, Kendall, just before we let you go, mate, and thanks so much for your time, I need a prediction from you. What happens okay. on June 14 when Costa Rica meets New Zealand for a spot in the World Cup finals? What happens? What happens for me, we win. Yeah, and chances are you managed to rise at the back stick and nod one in, probably in time added on, you <laughs> jammy bastard. Kendall Waston, been so good talking to you on the Kiwi Football Fix, mate. You're my new favourite Costa Rican footballer, but I still don't want you to beat the All-Whites in June 14. Thank you so much for your time, mate, and hope, hopefully you're not a stranger to the show. <laughs> Thank you for the opportunity, and hopefully I'm not, be, I'm not a stranger in the show. I could be again. Just don't call me when here is like 3 a.m., please. I'm <laughs> just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep it in mind, man. Thank you so much, Kendall. I appreciate your time, man. Thank you. See you soon. Oh, Kendall, he was so good. You almost want the Costa Ricans to win, but we can't have that. Costa Rica up against New Zealand's All Whites, June 14. It will be live on Sky Sport. Football coming up, though. Wellington Phoenix, they've got the Melbourne victory this Friday night, 9.45pm. You can catch the action live on Sky Sport 7, BN Sports. As for me, I'll catch you next time on the Kiwi Football Fix. We'll see you in seven days.